what we're talking about here um, ties into the Bank of Canada. We, we hear that inflation has been tamed. Now it's within that target range of 1% to 3%. Bank of Canada feeling comfortable anyway, that it's within, you know, prescribed parameters. They're not freaking out about it anymore, so they're holding rates where they are. Now, the thing to remember about that, and especially when we talk about food prices, you know, the rate of inflation has cooled, and I think last month it was still... Uh, I think it was 3.85 for inflation overall, and, and food inflation was still over 5%, I remember, way down from the highs we saw of 10 and 11% in the summertime, and everybody's like, oh, good, and that doesn't mean that the prices have come down, it just means they're going up a little slower than they were, but they are still going up, and I don't think anybody in this country is saying, oh, now that we're through the inflationary period, things are going to get better at the grocery store, prices are going to drop like a rock. No. Probably not. They're going to stay where they are at least, right? Maybe we'll see some relief here and there, but overall, the damage has probably been done. So let's go back to the summer, okay? And I was taking a look at some numbers um, that were released this summer and the increase in the cost of meat, because that's what we're going to be talking about in Canada was pretty substantial. Pork, not too bad, okay? Year over year in late June, these numbers came out. So from June of uh, this year to June of 2022, pork had gone up three and a half percent. Not too bad. That's almost within that targeted range of 1% to 3%, right? Chicken, though, was up 7.7% for the year. Beef was up 8.5% year over year. And, and, and you know that. I mean, it's a little thing that I do now on the weekly grocery run. I just linger by the meat section for a little while so I can hear people cursing uh, after they look into the cooler and see the price tags and do it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's kind of funny. You just go to, I don't know, Costco, Safeway, wherever you go and just sort of hang out there for a bit. And you'll hear people go, holy beep, when they take a look at the at the price of meat because it is a little eye-popping. There's no doubt about it. Um, I, I don't blame them. Like, you know, I love steaks. But yeah, the price of a package of steaks at Costco now is... I don't. I want, I want to say it's double what it was a few years ago, and I maybe I I'm, I'm off base, but not by much. I don't think so. For some people, it's making some changes, and and we're seeing meat consumption across the country dwindle pretty dramatically in some ways. We're going to find out what's going on and if this is a trend that we expect to continue. We're going to speak now with uh, Janet Music. We've spoken with Janet before, a research assistant at the Agri Food Lab at Dalhousie University. Uh, Janet, thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Oh, thanks for having me. Um. When we take a look at this, like I said, it's not surprising, right, to see that Canadians are buying less meat, making different choices. We all go to the grocery store. We all know what's going on. I mean, it makes sense with prices doing what they've done over the past year, year and a half. People are going to be looking at other options, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, I laugh at your story about standing by the meat counter. I <laughs> tend to take pictures of outrageous <laughs> meat costs and send them to friends. I think it's now a new Canadian pastime. I It's it is outrageous, and what's what's interesting about this, and and should be of concern to anyone who cares about healthy populations, is that people are buying less meat, but they're buying less food overall, because they are having to spend that money on other things. And and you talked about the Bank of Canada being comfortable with the interest rates. Well, I'm glad they're comfortable because not a lot of people are. Yeah, uh, and they're having to forego important uh, decisions at the grocery store because they have to spend more money on their shelter. Um, and the choice that we're talking about here specifically is meat, and we're seeing people buying less and less meat. Um, it, it, I, I'm, I'm wondering, in terms of the cost that we've seen, beef seems to be the one, you know, eight and a half percent according to the polling that, or not the polling, but the stats that I saw. Now that goes back a little while, but that's continued, right? That's sort of where we are. Beef has seen the biggest increases. 
Well, beef is an interesting food item. It's it's usually the most, uh, you know, not beef specifically, but meat in general tends to be one of the more expensive things in the cart. But Canadians are dedicated meat eaters, so we we monitor this, you know. Uh, you know, anywhere between 75% to 80, 85% of Canadians eat beef regularly, eat meat regularly. So, you know, I think we're, we're committed to steak and roast beef. Uh, but certainly it's one of the things that people sacrifice, uh, because it is so expensive, right? And so, you know, but what we will see now is people buying less nutritious food or more processed food in place of some of these more expensive beef cuts, which will, you know, have, you know, pay kind of dividends in the long run in terms of, you know, potentially healthcare costs, right? Well, for sure, for sure. Do we know why? What, like, what, if we can point to a single cause or three single causes that are contributing to the run-up in the price of meat, or is it just, I mean, we're seeing it across the board in the grocery store, so is meat all that different? I think, you know, if you would talk to any farmer with a large herd of any kind, they will tell you that, you know, we don't think about meat in terms of grains. You know, we think, oh, prices at the bakery are so high. Well, that's because, you know, you know, the war in Europe is, you know, impacting grain and farmers have to switch. But in fact, meat actually takes quite a bit of grains, right? Because yeah. they have to eat, right? And so you're getting it on that side, but then you're also kind of getting it from the inflationary uh, energy costs. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, energy costs are up and, and generally for the same reason that grain costs are up. And so, you know, that's kind of a one two punch for farmers when they're when they're trying to care for herds. And then the other thing, I think, you know, adverse weather that we've been experiencing across the country, uh, it makes it more expensive to keep herds watered, keep them cool, keep them fed. And so, you know, then they're going to have to shrink those herds and then once yes. the supply shrinks right? Uh, prices rise. And so it's kind of a perfect storm for for meat farmers across the board or any, you know, even dairy farmers, of course, they have large herds as well, right? So we're seeing, you know, costs rise for for meat producers. And so we, you know, they have to pass that on. The grocery store is not going to eat it, right? So, you know, that gets passed on to the consumer. Sure does. Of course it does. And it's interesting because if you talk to the farmers, they'll say, we're not making, you know, windfalls because of what you're seeing in the in the grocery stores. I mean, that doesn't come directly to us. It's not like they're making a ton more money. Um, what are the alternatives that people are looking at? Like, I, I guess, you know, you got to find alternative sources of protein if that's what you're trying to do. I mean, one of the terms that I read, I think it was a CBC report, was talking about lessitarians, which means they're not going full vegetarian, but they're eating less meat. I, I cringed even hearing the word being thrown around, but... Uh, lessitarians. I mean, so they've got to replace it somewhere else, right? Or they don't replace it at all. And so a really concerning report from Food Banks Canada came out last month to suggest that 78% uh, people, more people are using food banks than in 2019. And so, you know, these two things, buying less food and increased food bank usage are, are an interesting correlation that is quite concerning. And so, yes, people are switching out from meat, uh, but, you know, they're, they're going to cheaper, you know, lessitarians. We would call them flexitarians a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Um, you know, they're, they're turning to cheaper alternatives and those tend to be, you know, processed carbohydrates, right? But that's not a really good 
replacement for protein. And so I think when we look at these things, you know, as consumers, we should be very aware uh, that our neighbors are food insecure in some cases and are having to turn to food banks for to meet their grocery needs. Because if you think about shelter costs, right, and we've been talking about that a lot, the increase, you know, if your mortgage gets renewed and you're paying yeah. so much more on your mortgage or your rent goes up, you have very little control over that in the short term, right? So you're not going to solve that problem in a day or maybe even a week or a month, but you can forego a meal, right, to save a little bit of money, and that is really concerning. And so, you know, I think we're going to take a closer look at that in 2024 to see if these things start to even out. But in the meantime, you know, people are buying less food or buying lower quality food. Um. What's the uh, the forecast? We talked about um, the Bank of Canada forecast, inflation forecast earlier in the show, and things are sort of, hey, maybe we're going to be okay here. What about food prices? Like I say, I don't expect to see them come down, but are we going to see them sort of at least stay the course for a while here? What are you predicting? Well, it, they have been, you know, we don't call it deflation because that would mean prices are returning to lower than they were before right. the pandemic, Right. So I, I doubt we're going to see that anytime soon, if ever at all. But what we do see is a deceleration of the rate of increase. And so we are seeing that already, right? So, it, you know, the number was 5.9 in October. It's 5.6 in uh, November. And so we want that pattern of, of inflation to continue well into the new year. Of course, it's going to be expensive over the winter. Canada imports a lot of food over the winter, and our dollar isn't as strong. Um, our loony, I suppose, isn't mm-hmm. as strong mm-hmm. as the American dollar, where we get a lot of our food imported from. So we are going to still see costs uh, for those things that we're importing. But I think, you know, uh, we are, you know, the Bank of Canada doesn't say they're, they said they're not going to raise it. They're keeping it steady. And so, you know, fingers crossed that we see a deceleration that is significant going on into next summer uh, so that we can see some of these prices come down because it's hard. There's two things that this is important, right? So when food price inflation is 10 or 11%, which it was earlier this year, it's very hard to save money regardless of what you're buying. So we saw people not buying uh, at all. But the other thing, when we see inflationary costs come down, people can save money, but it adds a little bit of predictability in the grocery industry. And when grocers feel stable, when they feel they can predict kind of patterns of behavior going forward, then they relax a little bit. And then we we think we're going to see more uh, BOGOs, like buy one, get yeah, one, yeah. a little bit more sales items, more coupons, more more deals, because the industry now is feeling stable and they, they can predict prices uh, beyond just, you know, one month or two months, right? Well, that's so, good. you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's some good news. It's positive, and we haven't had a lot of that in recent months. So I think we'll, we'll take what we've got, Janet, and hope that it, it holds into the new year. But um, thanks so much for your help over the course of the past year, and uh, We'll chat again in 2024, I'm sure.